Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I appreciate you coming back. You must really like drinking this coffee here at the Business Growth Cafe. And and, uh, I'm enjoying having you here. And hopefully you're enjoying these little snippets and these little five-minute breaks, if you will. Now, today we're going to talk about market research. Now, if you know me, you know this is one of the areas I really focus on because I believe in understanding what's going on in the marketplace, not only about from an external standpoint, but from the politics to pricing and interest rates and finance to we've got a war going on right now. All those things from an external standpoint can have an influence on what you do internally. But more importantly, or as importantly, we want to understand what's going on with the people that you're trying to sell to. Now, as I've mentioned in other shows, one way to do that is market research. And so how do you create research programs to gather insights from your customers and your prospects to really give you those intelligence about how to craft your messaging? Oh, we talked about consistency and messaging in another show, right? Persistency. How do they consume information to make sure we're in the right channels at the right time with the right message and being persistent in what we're doing there. And then also making sure that obviously our brand is reinforced. So in all these different channels. So by understanding how you are perceived in the marketplace, for example, by your customers is important. Understanding why they buy you and why they don't. Win-loss analysis. Raise your hands. How many of you do win-loss analysis? Again, I'm going to venture to say probably sporadically, maybe not all the time. And most likely you're collecting that information from your salespeople. Now, nothing wrong. I sell every day. Some of my best friends are salespeople. <laughs> but but you need to get an independent third party to have these conversations. Why? Because you want to eliminate any bias. If I'm doing interviewing, you know, for my own company, so to speak, I I I might be a little misleading. I might have some bias. I might reject some of the things that I've heard. I've been in one-on-one interviews with my clients, customers, and some of the stuff is like, oh my God, they're not very happy. And if I was working for the company, how would I react? So one of the research that we do, whether it's qualitative and certainly from a quantitative standpoint, we try to stay independent and to make sure that we are bringing unbiased information to our clients to make sure they can analyze and utilize that information. So there's a lot of different ways to do that. Competitive intelligence is one. We talked about that uh, earlier on. Qualitative studies, right? So those are the kinds of things where you're having conversations with your customers and your prospects maybe. And then there's the quantitative where, so where survey says kind of data where we're doing statistical analysis and being able to do projections. But regardless of how you do it or what the function of the research is, whether you're testing a feature set, whether you're testing and crafting a message, whether you're piecing together what motivates your customers to make a buying decision, that can be done through using market research. And then there's secondary research, right? That's stuff that exists in the marketplace that you can get your hands on and dissect it. Now, I always throw a caveat when I talk about secondary research, make sure you look at the source, make sure you understand where those numbers came from. Just because you read read an article and it says that 47% of the people said this, where'd they get that 47% in that business article that you're reading? Got to drill down, find out where it came from a reputable. There's a, there's a, a, a number that 
I work with one of my clients, which is in the in this plat. They're trying to eliminate. And I talked about this before. Eliminate plastic single-use plastics from the marketplace. Well, one of the numbers that's, that's thrown around in the industry and used by big research firms as well is this number, 500 million straws are used every day by Americans between the ages of five and 65. At the end of the day, that number actually came from a nine-year-old kid in 2011. Now, there's been debates about whether that number was accurate or not, but believe it or not, I was looking at studies that cost $10,000 the other day and that number was being used. But you can question that, of course. Now the number is more than 10 years old, but it's been a consistent number. I actually even had that. And when I was in the action sports industry, we published after a lot of research and became the de facto industry standard for stats in that industry, right? So you need to understand where the data is coming from. If you're not producing it yourself and you own the data and you can manipulate the data, then you have to understand and dig do, dig down. But regardless of all those methodologies, if you will, you need to have a consistent and persistent. You've heard those words, consistent and persistent communications program, a competitive intelligence program, and using research to gather this data to help shape your messaging, to help shape your business plans, and to help drive your tactics. So I encourage you, if you don't have a plan, you don't haven't used market research get out there start using it i apologize i've gone over my five minute break take an extra sip of that coffee and we'll see you tomorrow at the business growth cafe <laughs>